What's up, guys? We're here with episode three of For the Love of Games. This week, I'm here with another one of my roommates. Last week, you met Bailey Haig, who is a children's ministry semi-almost-should-be-a-pastor. <laughs> this week, I'm here with Joshua P. Barnhill, my other roommate. Uh, Josh, what do you do? What area do you serve in? Well, I serve in children's ministry and youth ministry. Oh, so best of both worlds. Best of both. Josh, you are another small-town guy in Columbus. I am. Uh, Tell everybody where you're from. Tell us a little bit about your background. You know, give us the whole Barnhill story. So I doubt anyone's going to know where this place is, but I am from a little place called Jessup, Georgia. Spelled J-E-S-U-P. It's about four hours southeast of Columbus. Um... Jessup, it's not a whole lot there, but I'm glad I came out of it. I'm glad I was raised there because that's just where I got my start in life. My family was just very supportive. My church family was very supportive as well. They actually helped me get to where I am now in Columbus, being in CLC. And I'm, now I'm just glad I took all the training and all the experience I got from Jessup. I get to bring it here to serve at North Holland Church, being a COC student, so... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Josh's story is kind of similar to mine, where we grew up in a small town, and we helped out at the church, and, like, we became leaders at the church and the youth ministry, and then came to COC and was like, wow, this place is amazing. They've got so much stuff here in Columbus. And then everyone else in Columbus is like, oh, there's nothing here. Yeah, so me and my roommate josh uh just got back actually today on this time of recording which is a sunday uh we just got back from d now if you don't know what d now is um the full name of it is disciple now it is kind of a retreat that uh, some churches do. Uh, it's really a non-denominational program, interdenominational program that uh, it allows these kids to come together with other students that are in their grade, and it's really just a retreat that they kind of have at home because we we go to host homes and. Like one of my student, it was one of my students' houses. So we have parents open up their homes, and that's where the you know the students go to sleep and to hang out, and then they have main big services at the actual church. Um, Josh, I'm I'll start. I had the most difficult <laughs> one of the most difficult groups me and Josh we both had the most difficult group of students to deal with they are middle school boys oh man 
If you have never been a leader for middle school boys on an overnight trip, you have never gone through any trial. Because that is the, it, it's literally, it's God testing you. It's resume worthy. It is resume worthy. You can say, I took middle school boys on an overnight trip. And you put that on your resume and you try to go be a youth pastor and they're going to be like, hey, you know what? We're going to hire this guy. Uh, I had the seventh graders. Um, it was six, six kids who were, they were really nice kids. You know, I don't want to upplay it as being like, they were demons from the pit. No, they were really nice kids and I, I only had six of them. And the first night's service, half of those kids got saved. So, you know, it was really fun. But also, baby Christians are... Baby Christians. Baby Christians don't know sometimes. But you know what? It was our job to teach them and let them know. And we did. Josh, what grade did you have? So, I had... The older middle schoolers. I had the eighth grade boys. Josh had twice as many students as I had. So we started off with 14 eighth grade boys the first day. And then the second day, I got a little tripped up because we left our host homes on a bus. Like My group was big enough where we needed a bus to transport all these kids. And we get on the bus to go to this park. What was it? Lake Bottom. Yep, Lake Bottom Park here in Columbus, Georgia. We get on the bus to go to Lake Bottom, and I'm trying to count 14 kids. And I ended up counting 15 kids. So we gained a kid overnight. Did you just pick them up off the side of the road or something? That's what it felt like, man. Did they just flag a ride? It was just just a lot of kids. But the best thing about these 8th grade boys, they managed themselves so well. Like, they took care of the surroundings of themselves, of each other. We didn't have to discipline them too much. They were just good, all-around, well-behaved boys. We didn't have to make them shower, which is a good part. I wish. I wish I had that group. Mm. So what we really came to talk about today was, number one, a new game that I've never seen before and might possibly have overtaken... Bunny Fufu as one of the most dangerous <laughs> games that you can play. It is very dangerous. And also, we're going to talk first about a time, a specific moment during this event where it, it did the, we did something that took the place it it had the same effect as a game would have. Um, if you're any way, shape, or form familiar with uh, Christian hip hop, or who wrote that song? The the artists are Lecrae. Yeah, and um, Lecrae and this, like KB. Yeah, KB featuring Lecrae. Yeah. If you're any way familiar with the song Church Clap. You know that there is a dance to it. Josh and I, and two students that were there from our home base ministry, Real Life Columbus, shout out. Oh yeah, Real Life. We were the only four people in a room of 400 people (laughs) who actually knew the dance. 
Now, a little more backstory on this. We come from a Pentecostal church. Mm. They're very loud, do things. Church clap is by far real life's favorite thing to do pre-service. Oh, yeah. Because they love the dance. Now, the kids that we were with this weekend were more reserved, you know, more, um, what's the word? What's Uh, the word? We're just going to say reserved. I'll come back to that word later. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. They didn't move They they, they It wasn't a church where you saw a lot of hand raising. No. Definitely not a church where you saw a lot of uh, running around and shouting. Oh, no. But no, no, no. we love the church. Okay. We love anybody that goes to any church because Amen. we're all children of God. Amen. And we all love Jesus. Yes. But we managed to get the kids excited. Josh and I walked up to the front. This was pre-service. Nobody was excited yet. The first day. First day. I could kind of sense a little like, just like, what are we doing here? This is boring. Yeah. Josh and I walk up to the front. Kids are scattered out all over the room. And we just start to do the dance. Just me and Josh. We tried to get the two girls that were there from real life to do it, but they're... They just didn't want to. Shout out to the Pauls. Um, <laughs> and what happened was, students started coming up and they were like, wait, how do you do it? Can Show me how you do it. And by the end of the song, we had like a small group of students over there doing the, doing the dance with us. But also by the end, we had every single student gathered around up front, and it just so happened that right after that song, the pastor came up and was like, what's up everybody, how we doing? So we managed to get them focused. And that was the point of that, was to get them focused. And it was inadvertent. We didn't know that he was coming up after that, but... Hey, Holy Spirit guidance got us to go up there mm-hmm. and get these kids focused up towards the stage so that they could look up there and they could see what the pastor was saying. Uh, do you have any comment on how fun that was? That was very fun. By like by the the last day, like we started out with that whole dance, no one really knew oh, how no. to do it. Last night, yeah, last, so talk at, about last at night. the very end last night, I look up. And I see Josh on stage with all of the 10th grade girls doing the dance together. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. I had been wanting to get on stage to do that dance since we <coughs> got there. Because that was just what I was used to at doing it for real life. Yeah, we did stage, get on stage and, and do that. I just, I, I couldn't do it the first like, day or two. Then the last night, the last day we were there, I was like, this is my chance. I got to do it. I got on stage. I went to the front of all the girls. The stage was packed full of girls, by the way. And, and we, we all got lit. Dance. We all got lit. Yeah. And it was awesome. And we made connections with students. And that's what it's all about. Oh, yeah. Um, and so now we're moving on to... This is the most dangerous game I've ever heard of. It is besides dangerous. a game called Tube Mania, which we will talk about later. Oh, 
to Mania. Just be on the lookout in future episodes. If anybody from the Assemblies of God Georgia District knows what I'm talking about, that is going to be a fun episode. But this game is called... David is a game that's called Knock Em Down. Knock Em Down is l- all you do. So you get you get your kids. They think they're going to play Gorilla Man Gun. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking They go back to back, do. and I'm like, okay, yeah, we're going to play Gorilla Man Gun. I'm ready. Me and Josh were back to back, and I was like, all right, this is this. cool. And then the leaders of the game said, this is what you're going to do. We're gonna say, we're gonna say one, two, three, go, and you spin around, and stand on one leg, and try to knock the other person over, and whoever gets knocked over is the loser. Now here's the thing about this game: there's hundreds of kids up at the front of the stage in the front of the church, surrounding each other, playing this game at the same time. So as you're on your one foot trying to push your partner, opponent, whatever down, you're getting bumped into by other kids trying to stay <clears> on <throat> one foot. And if you land on two feet, you're out. If you fall, you're out. There's a lot of chance for you to fall and hurt yourself. Thank God nobody did. But there's a lot of potential for a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. <clears throat> we did it. And um, I, I lost. Hey, Ethan beat me. Nobody got hurt. I did, I will say... That I'm not sure if that's cheating, but I did use my foot that was in the air. Uh, uh, I think everybody. I did use both my hands and my foot. I think everybody to try to that. kick him over. Yeah, it, um, it worked. Yeah, and to show you how, to go into depth mm. more about how dangerous this game is, I got on stage because oh, yeah. they said we need two leaders up here to to show them how we're playing this game. So me and this guy, who's about my size, but is more muscular, uh, get up on stage, and he was very competitive about it. (laughs) And he said, go! And we turned around, and I, my only thought was, I just gotta kick him. I just gotta keep kicking him until he falls down. Well, I keep trying to kick him, and he keeps dodging my kicks, and he eventually just pushes me with all of his strength, (laughs) and I run, I fall backwards, and fall into the drum cage and knock down the drum cage on the stage <laughs> and it makes a loud sound and my first instinct is oh shoot I gotta go and so I just get up and I run off the stage but all in all with those two games it shows you that you don't have to play a game to get them focused and you don't have to... It's sometimes you're not going to get them focused by playing a game. Mm. Because after we played Knock Em Down, these kids were wild. And so you just have to like read the crowd. You know. Um, and any final thoughts, Joshua? Um, only final thoughts I got is I am looking forward to doing D-Now next year i enjoyed the entire weekend hey man i grew up doing d now and it's super fun um so tune in next week we're gonna talk about some super fun games oh yeah with a surprise guest 
yet again. Ooh, suspense, surprise. So thank you guys for joining, and tune in next week. Bye-bye.